don't worry if it sounds like you're um, looking for sympathy because they're asking you to share. Hey there, my name's Lily and you're listening to Mindful Admissions, a podcast by Strive to Learn. College essay prompts are known for being hard-hitting and introspective questions that force students to dig deep and provide meaningful answers. Usually, colleges want to know about your community life, your academic achievements, your formative influences, but this year a new type of prompt has emerged onto the field. Some colleges in the second pandemic-era application season want to know how COVID has affected you. Specifically, they want to know how you've changed, grown, or dealt with this new challenge. It's hard to know how to answer this type of prompt. Should you write an Oliver Twist-style appeal to emotion? Talk about friends and family who you may have lost? Focus on the positives or speak frankly about the negatives? William and I sat down last year to discuss, and he had some great insight into the issue. We talked specifically about the Common App prompt, but because it's been some time and COVID is still going on, other colleges have adapted questions like that one too. All right, I think that about covers it. Let's go to me from the past talking to William. Welcome to anyone who is here, um, who has joined. We're going to get started in a minute or two. All right, should we introduce ourselves for people who may not know who we are yet? You want to go? probably do that. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so, hi, I'm William, um, and uh, I'm, a, I'm the academic coordinator at Strive to Learn, and I'm an independent educational consultant. Um, I work with students um, in our local area of Orange County and beyond. Um, and I love what I do, and I'm excited to talk about a uh, specific um, challenge or opportunity, depending on how you look at it, that um, college applicants for this year are, uh, are presented with. I'm excited to hear what you have to say, too. This is a very unique challenge and not something that I had to deal with when I was applying to college, so all of this is very foreign to me. Um, I'm Lily, as William said, and uh, I'm a former Strive student. Uh, technically a current Strive student because the whole family at Strive helps me with many aspects of my life whenever I need help. Uh, and I'm also the social media coordinator and uh, front desk assistant at Strive now. Awesome. Should we start? Let's do it. Awesome. Okay, so we are here to talk about the COVID Common App or really any other application prompt that has to do with COVID, which is unique to this year. So can you give us a rundown on what the question asks or what a common app COVID question even poses to students? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think what I want to do is just read the, uh, the actual prompt as it is on the application um, on the common app. Um, I will also address, um, if we have time, I, I think we should have time. I'll address how would you write about similar um, you know, circumstances and challenges on your other applications. But in terms of the, the common application, which is the one that students are most commonly going to be working with, um, they did add a new opportunity this year on the application uh, for students to specifically share how um, the coronavirus pandemic has affected their lives in a variety of ways. Um, so this particular prompt is going to be on the common app under the writing tab 
Um, and then when you see, when you go down to additional info, it's underneath the main personal statement section. Uh, when you go down to additional info and click on that tab, the first thing that you see is actually the COVID-19 prompt. Um, anyone who has had any experience at all with the Common App before, or you know, including students, applicants for this year who have already started working on it, you'll know that there's always been, or for a long time, there's been an additional information section where you're allowed to share some extra info that might help explain any parts of your application. Traditionally, it's, it's used by students who want to kind of give some background or some explanation for why they might have any hiccups in their academic record, like, you know, having a, a lower grade that doesn't match up with the rest of your, you know, higher grades on, on your transcript or maybe why you didn't take more challenging courses or, you know, maybe explaining something about one of your test scores, you know, really anything that um, a student has on their record that they feel like needs a little extra explanation. That's traditionally what the additional information section has been. But this year, in addition to that, so not replacing it, but in addition to that, there's another, um, there's another text box with another prompt that allows students to share specifically about uh, COVID-19. So um, this is what it says. I'll just read it verbatim. This is what it says on the application. Community disruptions such as COVID-19 and natural disasters can have deep and long-lasting impacts. If you need it, this space is yours to describe those impacts. Colleges care about the effects on your health and well-being, safety, family circumstances, future plans, and education, including access to reliable technology and quiet study spaces. So that's the first thing you read is, is this opening paragraph. And then right underneath it, there's a question. And it says, do you wish to share anything on this topic? And then you can choose either yes or no. Now, if you leave it at no, or if you select no, uh, nothing changes. The page just stays as is, and you can just scroll down, and if you're going to fill out the additional information section, fill that out. Otherwise, if you have the rest of the Common App done, then you basically have that main Common App section done. You can go to your My Colleges tab, do the supplemental applications, and, and you're all good to go. On the other hand, if you do want to share about your experience with uh, COVID-19 this year, click yes, and a new text box appears underneath it. And there is a short prompt that says, please use this space to describe how these events have impacted you. So, and then it gives you, uh, and it, like I said, it's a text box and it has room for 250 words. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's basically what has been added this year uh, on the Common App. Um, there is go also going to be, or there is a section on the coalition application. If, if anyone is applying to any schools that use the coalition application, um, which would include like uh, University of Washington, University of Georgia, Clemson, those are some schools that use the coalition app. Um, they are also going to have a prompt, uh, or they do have a prompt that is very similar this year. And they also have something slightly different, which is the opportunity to check boxes for, um, like they have a list of different statements, like I work for an essential employer and was forced to go to work. Or uh, one of my parents was, um, you know, laid off or furloughed from their place of work. And you can check as many of these boxes as you want. So in a way, it sort of takes care of the, um, you know, the logistics, the explanation, and you can spend more time talking about how it affected you. So that's what's different on the coalition application. Um, the UC application does not have, the University of California application does not have a specific prompt 
for uh, COVID-19 effects, but uh, you can use the additional information um, text box that is that is on the UC app uh, to explain um, anything that you're explaining on the common application, you can also mention there. And there's a lot more, much bigger word count that's allowed, so you can actually elaborate on it more if you need to on the UC app. And the Cal State app, uh, Cal State Apply, uh, is not updated yet for next year. It does not update until October 1st, but um, I'm not expecting there to be a prompt because generally you don't have to do any writing for the Cal State prompt or the Cal State application. So I guess my first question really is you, you compare uh, this COVID prompt section to it, not necessarily stylistically, but um, in terms of how it incorporates into the application, you compare to the additional info section. So that section is fully optional and this COVID prompt is fully optional. What, um, are there any kind of catches here? I, I want to know, for students who are considering or considering not answering this, is it a trick question? No, no, it, the, the short answer is no, it's not a trick question. Uh, from there, you know, it, there's shades to it. Uh, and it's something that I think each student has to think about. Um, as far as the uh, it being optional goes, um, it is optional. The, just like the additional information section is optional. Um, you know, there's 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 a few different considerations that you want to think about as far as should you write it or not. Now, the first thing is, you know, is it truly optional? I think that's that's worth thinking about and and trying to answer that question. Um, in a lot of cases, when there are optional requirements or uh, let's call them opportunities on college applications, you want to sort of take it as like a wink and a nudge that you probably should do it. You know, it's it's optional in that you can submit the application without doing it. It doesn't have that little red asterisk next to it that requires you to do it, you know, but it's sort of like strongly recommended. And, you know, the, the logic behind that is, as, you know, probably everybody that's watching this knows, it's very competitive to apply for college. There's a lot of people, a lot of students submitting applications. You know, the numbers are in the millions um, each year. It's not even thousands or tens of thousands, it's millions. So, and that's not for each individual school, but you know, just in general, there's many, many students applying to college. Um, you have to differentiate yourself. You have to stand out uh, because the incoming classes are limited. You know, these are just the, the facts of, of how college admissions work and how enrollment works. And so if you want to stand out, it's not really recommended that you do the bare minimum. Um, and that's kind of, you know, a principle in life in general beyond just college applications. You know, bare minimum is, you know, you're going to have bare minimum returns on life. You know, let's just put it that way. So it's it, the idea behind even if it's optional, you should probably still do it, is, is just to allow yourself another opportunity to stand out and to really show your strengths as a student. Um, and so that, that is kind of a, um, like I, I would say, like maybe conventional wisdom in the college admissions world is if something is optional, it actually means required. You know, if you actually want your application to be fully considered, you should respond to all parts of it. Now, I agree to with that in many cases. There are times when I think it's it's not always true. Like, I don't think every student needs to fill out the additional information section on the Common App. Um, I still think there are particular specific circumstances that call for it, and not every student needs to use it. Um, 
But I think in the case of the, the, the COVID-19 prompt, um, you know, I lean towards saying it is truly optional. Um, I don't think every student, I personally don't think every student needs to use the COVID-19 prompt. Um, and, you know, there are some different considerations as far as uh, if you are a student who should fill it out or not, if you, if you should write about your experiences, you know, related to the pandemic this year. But um, I don't think it's one of those things where everyone will have, you know, as strong of a response as, as everyone else. I think your, your circumstances do kind of matter in this case. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, without knowing specifics of any given student's situation um, or anybody who's watching this, uh, what are some circumstances that you believe uh, have enough significance that they should be added to that prompt section? So that's a great question. Um, and I'm actually going to refer back to the, the Common App's uh, official words again, because along with the opening paragraph and the prompts that's included on the Common App that I read just a few minutes ago, they also have a link to an FAQ page. Now, usually on an FAQ page, there's multiple questions with answers. This is an FAQ page with a single question. So it's a little bit of a, you know, it's kind of a mini FAQ, but it's helpful nonetheless, because the question is sort of like, how do I know if I should write it or not? And, uh, or how do I know what to write about? And they give a list of bullet points of some different reasons for why you might want to write about your pandemic experience. So I don't, I'm not going to read all of them. Uh, I'll direct any students who, who want to know the full list to the Common App. Um, I also included them in, in the blog post that I wrote on this topic that, that is on our website, strive2learn.com. Go to free stuff and then click on blog and, and you'll see the post there. But just a few of them that it, that it mentions are uh, illness or loss within your family or support network. Um, so this is, you know, relatively straightforward. The, the coronavirus and COVID-19, it causes illness. It's a pandemic. People have gotten sick, are continuing to get sick, sadly. Um, very sadly, people have died and are dying. We know it's, it's a very serious thing. If you, as a student, if you or your family, someone in your family have been hit in that really tragic way, whether it's you know the worst possible scenario of death or even if it's just prolonged illness, um, you should definitely write about it. Um, you should definitely reflect on how it's affected you. Um, you're going to want to think about it. You're going to want to process. It's, this is all very recent, so it's, it's understandable that it might be hard to write about in those most dire of circumstances, you know, if, you, if you've experienced the worst of it. You're not, you're not done processing. I mean, it's, it's just the reality of it. But, you know, for the sake of, this, of filling out your applications, you kind of just want to think about um, what can what can you tell that is going to give some context to your application that's helpful and meaningful? Um, I'll get back to that word context, but because I think that's, that's the most important thing to consider with this, but back to the, the other possible reasons. So other than just having, if you got coronavirus yourself as a student, if someone in your family or one of your friends, you know, anyone close to you did, it could also be employment or housing disruptions with your family. Uh, food insecurity, a toll on mental and emotional health, um, new obligations such as part-time work or care for siblings or family members. So these are, these are pretty big effects that, that are being cited here. Um, 
pretty big effects that are being felt pretty widely, but not universally. That's the, that's the key here is not all of these effects that, that are being mentioned as, um, you know, pandemic consequences to report are universal. A lot of people, fortunately, you know, knock on wood, have not had to deal with any of these things. Um, now, does that mean you shouldn't write about it? No, but think of it the other way. If you have experienced these things, you definitely should write about it. Um, you know, you should think about how it's affected you. Maybe talk to someone about it. Talk to a friend that you trust. Talk to a family member to help you just kind of process these things before you write. Um, to just give you a sense of, you know, what have I learned? What has this been like? Um, how has this affected my just emotional needs and even my, you know, physical needs? Um, you know, and just kind of do a little bit of reflection and soul searching on that. And then that's what you want to share with the colleges and what you want to write if, if you've been through these, you know, tragic circumstances. Are there any topics that one should avoid writing? I don't believe should be included. So, um, so I think, <clears throat> I think the thing I would, I would cite as not necessarily to avoid, but to approach with tact would be for students who have not really had, how to say this, like if uh, everyone's life has been disrupted, um, you know, to some extent, that's, that's universal, that's inarguable. But a lot of people, for a lot of people, it's been, and a lot of students, it's been more like your, uh, the way school is, has changed. You haven't been able to see your friends as much. Um, so, you know, so your social life has been altered. Your, your academic life has been altered, but your health has been okay. You know, you've been in good health. Um, your finances have been okay. You know, your family is, has been relatively stable. Um, you know, if you haven't had these like most tragic dire consequences. Um, now, when it comes to writing about something like how your, your academic situation has changed, um, that's not off the table. I think you can definitely write about how your school has been affected, but don't write about how your school has been affected. Write about how you've been affected because of your school being affected. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the key is make sure you're writing about yourself. Um, one thing that I think is important to mention uh, is in addition to the, the prompt that students are being given, school counselors are also being given a space to report how the school has changed. So you don't, as a student, you don't need to inform colleges how your school has changed. The school will do that. So that's kind of a relief because you don't need to use any of those 250 words trying to explain, uh, you know, all my classes have been through distance learning and I wasn't able to... Um, to do my um, like after school period that I usually do. I like, I didn't have as many electives available to me. Um, you know, whatever the, the reason for how distance learning or how changes due to the pandemic at your school have affected your academic performance. What you wanna focus on is not the changes themselves, but how has your academic performance been affected? Um, so I would say um, if you have been pretty you know, I use the, I use this term loosely. I don't want to come across as insensitive. But if your life has been fairly smooth sailing for the last six or seven months, now keep in mind that's relative to people who have faced much tougher effects and consequences. Um, if your life has been pretty close to what it was like before, just doing everything at a long, at a distance, um, and you were able to keep your grades up 
through the second semester, you know, through spring of uh, last school year. And, you know, you didn't have any major consequences to your health or finances or anything like that. I don't think you need to respond to this prompt. Um, now, the exception would be, I guess, if you have sort of been freshly motivated, like a lot of people have discovered a new interest or passion through, you know, kind of being being at home a lot um, or taken up a new sort of like volunteering um, activity or helped out more at home with family, like helping with siblings or, you know, anything that you've done to adapt to changes in the pandemic. If you have something positive to report, I think that's cool. I think I think you should do that. I think you should share like, oh, I, you know, I, I discovered that um, doing yoga at like 30 minutes a day really benefits my life and it's really helped me to find balance and my mental health is, is doing it. Write about that. There's, there's no reason not to report a positive, you know, effect. It doesn't need to be only um, negative effects and, and tragic consequences. So I, I would say I welcome that. Definitely write about any positive changes. But, you know, if you're just writing about the fact that you've had to do online school, meanwhile, your grades are great, you've been able to take tests or you already took the SAT or ACT or you're going to take it in the fall, you don't need to respond to the prompt just to do it because you also run the risk of if you write a response to the prompt that um, sends the wrong message or gives maybe a less positive impression, that can kind of drop the overall your overall profile of your application. Like, you know, an example would be if you write in a way that blows, let's just say, smaller consequences out of proportion. Like if you're writing in a way that makes it seem like, you know, I wasn't able to see my friends uh, every day, I could only see them one day a week, you're going to need to get some perspective. You, I really recommend being just being aware of privilege, being aware of how your circumstances relate to those who have experienced the worst of the pandemic. And just keep that in mind, right? With perspective, it's really important to have empathy in the way you're writing these, these COVID responses. Um, but, um, but yeah, I would say, um, you know, you're, you're welcome to write about those things that are like, think about what's, what's shared in common with all students. If you want to write about those things, make sure that you have something to say that's more than just reporting facts. Don't just tell them that this is what happens. Write about it because it affected your academic performance or because it led you to some sort of positive development or growth in your life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a great, that's a great takeaway. I think perspective sounds like the key to all of that. Um, so we've talked a lot about the content of this response. Um, I'm curious how you feel about the uh, stylistic structure of the writing. So should this be, or could this be a list of bullet points? Should it be an essay that has a proper essay art? Should it be a par only a paragraph about just how your emotions are? <laughs> just what's the, what style are we going for here? Good question. So the, um, I think it's the FAQ page somewhere in the common apps, um, wording of how they present this prompt they mentioned don't think of this as another essay okay does that mean you don't want to write it in full sentences or in paragraphs 
I always tend to encourage students to write in paragraphs and to write in full sentences um, because I think it helps you to structure your thoughts more and to have clear transitions and logical flow of ideas. Um, with that said, I think you, if, if it works better for you to write a list of effects and or a list of let's say well okay so maybe you want to list the the effects of the pandemic on your life and then you want to underneath that share another list of how you responded to those effects and, and what you learned from it um i'm not going to tell you not to do that my advice is to write in sentences and in paragraphs another reason being i think it provides you just one more opportunity to show your writing ability which is always a plus on the applications um if for reasons of space or just that that's the way that you think best, you want to write in bullet points, they're not gonna reject your response. They're gonna take it into consideration. Um, the, by them saying it's not an essay, or don't think of it as another essay, the way I take that is focus on the content more than the form. Um, write about, make sure that what you're writing about comes through as much as the way it's written. Um, they want context and so i mentioned it earlier context is really the key word here they want context of your academic record so think about all the things that you're submitting to these colleges through your common app you know you're, you're submitting your grades the courses you've selected your um, test scores potentially if you're submitting test scores um, your academic history in the in recent years, meaning you know where did you go to school, so the actual school you went to, um, your activities that you participate in. Uh, they get your transcript. They get letters of recommendation if if it's a college that accepts those. So think about all of the other stuff that you're submitting. The essays in general, and especially this one, are ways to provide context, meaning to explain anything that needs more explanation, you know, giving background for why something is the way it is. That's helpful, you know, that's, that's intended to be helpful, and it is helpful, because it's like, if you didn't have that opportunity, you're relying on the way they interpret it. So you're relying on the way admissions officers look at your numbers, you know, um, your test scores and your grades, and non-numbers things too, but they're looking at these different factors and they're evaluating you. Now, having the opportunity to provide some context means you can explain anything that's not apparent just, you know, when looking at that application. Um, so, and that's a really valuable opportunity in this case, because everyone is experiencing this year and especially this pandemic a little differently you know no one's situation is exactly the same as everyone else everyone's is unique so it gives you the opportunity to explain um you know um like let's see let's think of an example if it's possible that your grades have dropped as a student because you needed to start devoting more time to watching your younger siblings who are at home for distance learning because your parent needs to continue going to work at an essential business that's in person. You know, that's a probably very common scenario nowadays. I'm guessing a lot of students have had to take care of siblings at home. This is the place to explain that. You know, it's, don't worry if it sounds like you're, um, 
looking for sympathy because they're asking you to share you know <laughs> you're they're asking you to share this information so you you should use it you should take advantage of the opportunity explain that situation briefly and then to get back to um kind of what you were asking in general about the you know how to write it is there a particular structure i recommend sort of like a three-part approach to make sure that you're you're uh bringing insight and meaning to what you're writing about and not just facts so what i would recommend is you do want a little bit of just explanation and background. You want to explain how the, the pandemic affected you and or your family, um, but keep it brief, right? So no more than a third if possible of the 250 words. So it's pretty short. You do need to write concisely. And then the second thing should be, okay, explain how that affected you on a deeper level. So go a step beyond just telling me factually how did that affect you? And tell me how it affected you emotionally. How did it affect you, um, you know, mentally? How did it affect your physical health? Um, go more specific in that second part. Go more to your unique experience and explain how this affected you. Um, you know, and then from there, you want to explain how did you respond to that? What have you been able to do to adapt? What are the adaptations you've made in your life to get around this, to still be able to live your life, to still be able to finish your classes, to take the tests you need, to continue doing choir or, um, you know, baseball or whatever your activities are that you do uh, beyond the classroom. Um, and then, you know, lastly, what's the takeaway? So what, what is your insight based on that? You know, what have you, how have you been able to grow uh, how have you changed as a person, you know, as a result of these effects? Um, who are you now that was different than you were before? Um, so, you know, part of what you're doing there is you're providing context. You're explaining how your situation has changed in order to give some more explanation to something in your academic record. Um, and then you're also giving insight for how you've, how you've grown, what you've learned, basically. Well, thank you so much for that. I, um, as I've said, a very unique year. And it is very comforting for students to have some sense of guidance structure to this process. So thank you so much. I think that wraps it up for my questions. Do you have anything that you'd like to say uh, before we head out? I, I have so much sympathy for, I don't know if the right word is empathy or sympathy here, but I feel, I just feel really bad for as much as it's not like the worst that anyone is facing, I feel bad for students and everything that's gone on with SAT and ACT tests this year and, you know, things being canceled and school's different and it's understandable distance learning is not the same. You know, I think, I don't think there's anyone who's trying to argue the opposite right now. And, you know, I just want to extend sympathy and, and encouragement to current seniors rising seniors just keep keep doing what you're doing you're gonna get to go to college if you want to there's so many opportunities out there there's people there that will help you there's people out, out there that will help you and um you know i don't want you to be discouraged by how weird everything has been um those of us in the in the college admissions field whether it's independent counselors like myself or college admissions officers or guidance counselors at high schools um you know we're all working hard we're all doing the best that we can and just really committed to helping you so we're going to get you where you want to be so so be encouraged thanks for listening as we continue to produce episodes of this podcast, you can follow along on our website, www.strivetolearn.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stay tuned for future episodes, and don't forget to subscribe.
As we're launching this podcast, we'd appreciate any support you can give, including likes, downloads, shares, and good reviews. Got something you want to learn about? Ask us questions in the comments or DM us on Instagram at Stripe to Learn Tutoring. Get the latest updates in the college admissions world and be the first to receive exclusive offers when you subscribe to our newsletter by visiting our website, www.stripetolearn.com. Thanks for sticking around, and I'll see you next time.